This week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by the new Karate Kid. Me. No. Fish. No. Not at all. Woman. No. No. Well, it is a woman. (laughs) It is? It's just not you. Uh Oh. Um, Beyonce has provided us with the receipts <laughs> that the bitch has been in training and she's willing pictures. and able to kick anybody's ass Paramount at any Studios. moment and she can do it in a stiletto heel after a two hour performance and she did it with form like she had the right technique she parted her arms she like I gotta have a good balance and I'm a hey yeah I like technique speaking of good form the album came in number two but Beyonce wow good form Cubs are number one. Gay culture is throwing shade. Um, <laughs> I believe that the bitch really does have magical powers because nobody can do that like that. The way that you, the way she that you saw her that. do that in stiletto heels, like I can't even do that in gym shoes. How in the fuck is Beyonce able to do a full frontal karate kick in stilettos? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about um, the ending of her Atlanta show, her second Atlanta show. After someone had run um, on stage, and the we're first gonna, night mm-hmm. on the first night, we're gonna get to that later. But this show is brought to you by the new Karate Kid, and her name is Beyonce. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters, and of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman. T H E E S U P A M A N. I am AKA the three one three Thriller. BKA the nigga in Jabos. Oh, I like Jabos. Oh, oh, okay, like Jabos. It was 2018. Can I still like Jabos? I, I still like <laughs> I was going to say, it's like when your auntie still like that brand, but it's like auntie, that brand ain't hitting no more. <laughs> it's still going to hit. It's a, oh, and if it's I a, see him in some Jabos, like he can still get. It's um, a hit to stick like grits. <laughs> um, I be on it like wet paint. So Yeah. There's that. We have a special announcement this week. Absolutely. The launch. The final launch. We've been teasing you guys for a little while now. But we actually have a launch of Here For It Podcast's fashion line. You know, it's the merch. It's not a fashion line. It's fashion. It's fashion. Oh, trust me. This we is got fashion. leggings. We got all the things. Oh, this is She Bachelorette. Watch out. First off, I told y'all. Spring, for your crown. Summer. September. September. And guess what? It's going to be September. Ta-da! Beyonce inspired us. <laughs> so you will be able to purchase your own merch from Here For A Podcast this coming month. The Patreon ah, okay. subscribers will yeah. get it first. Patreon, get it first. So if you are not a current Patreon subscriber, make sure that you are counted amongst the blessed. And get right. on Patreon. Here For A Podcast on Patreon. That way you can see the merch first. Mm-hmm. You can purchase the merch first. Yeah. You can be wearing the merch before we give it to everyone else. Yeah. And you can be the best and the baddest bitch out here in Here For A Podcast merch. Because you know we're only going to deliver badass shit. Yeah. B-A-D-D. Bad. Wow. <laughs> This week's icebreaker. Oh yes, uh, we are launching the announcement on Patreon on September the first to our Patreon subscribers, um, and we will tell the rest on Patreon, and we will tell the rest of everybody else that's not on Patreon at a later date. So, later. So, uh, we love you guys, and you're gonna you're gonna still and you're gonna, gonna get your boy podcast, but you know the way things work. Patreon subscribers get everything first. I just feel so bad, but I'm so excited at the same. 
at the same vein, in the same vein. No K2, no injectable. Wow. wow. Okay, um, what's our icebreaker this week? I'm uh, so excited for Patreon merch. <laughs> yeah, you guys saw me tease it on Instagram a couple times, and um, I'm going to be really teasing it. Yeah. Like, really, like, deep teasing it. Are you my man? Mm, I'm going to be teasing it. This week, <laughs> our icebreaker is, what is your favorite gay movie of the 90s? We have let... All of those oh, Lord, like go. go to the wayside. Nobody talks about them. Mm-hmm. Nobody rewatches them. Um, but we should like we should still be excited about those movies and rewatching those movies and talking about those movies and breaking them the fuck down where they were wrong and where they were just so right and so gay and so lovely. Mm-hmm. So I'll start. My favorite gay movies of the '90s were The Birdcage. The iconic, the legendary Birdcage. Starring Robin, Starring Robin Williams, Williams, the Rest late great Beast. Robin Williams, and um, Nate. Uh, damn, what's Nate's last name? Nate. No, not Nate Parker. That's the problematic one. Nate something. But he was fierce. Okay. He was fierce. Um, but the movie is just so funny. It gets gay people so right. Um, it gets the dichotomy of like balancing parenthood with coming out and being out and being proud so right. Um, it gets like Miami gayness so right. It's so funny in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like to me, it's like one of Robin Williams' top three movies of all time for me. Like number one is Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, okay, LGBT. Mrs. Okay. Doubtfire? Well, we love Mrs. Doubtfire because it was a cross-dresser who was taking care of children. Right. And what that meant and how the production company made that tolerable to a Mainstream mass audience. audience. Mainstream audience. Oh, I see that. I was trying to dissect it while you were saying it. So, give me yeah. a minute. Yeah. So, like, it's in my top three. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, his performance was just, you felt it. He was so real. He was so funny. Nate's performance um, mm-hmm. as his husband, lover... Was also so good and so funny And just like it's so many punchlines Throughout the movie Birdcage mm-hmm. um, My other one I would say is Philadelphia Because nobody Ooh. talked about um, What it was to be In the AIDS crisis from a Gay man's perspective until we saw Philadelphia mm-hmm. and Philadelphia um, Starring Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. Oh, here we go. These uh, are names. Yeah, like, these ain't no little names. Like, oh, these girls with a web series YouTube went out yet, ma'am? No, <laughs> these were actual like top hitters yeah. in the industry at the time. Top hitters, okay, no verse hitters. Well, mm, <laughs> but they um, were top hitters at the at the moment. You know, like gay culture is. Yeah, gay culture is starting off a top and becoming a verse. <laughs> um, no, starting off verse and becoming a top. I've seen more people. Oh no, I've seen no, 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 no. Research has shown. Uh oh. Well, you do have more sex specialists <laughs> no. at the Superman. No, there are far more niggas okay. that started off just topping and then was like, "Well, I'm gonna let you lick it a little bit." Because I'm doing all this licking shit. My turn. Anyway, <laughs> not shit. My turn, but wow, sir. Hopefully not shit. My turn. <laughs> anyway, um, those are my top two gay movies that of was the nineties. Like was two and a half. But. Um, I am not like a huge fan. Well, I did um, appreciate what Bridge Cage gave, but since I have to give different answers, um, well, I, not that I have to give different answers, it's my podcast. 
How about that? It can be your top, top yeah, ones. But I have two. Um, the Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, came out in 1994, which is an Aust- It was based in Australia. The girls were on this bus. They were trying to get to a drag show. They were on this bus trying to get to something. They were trying to do something. I don't remember the movie all the way. You just asked me this off the top of my head, and so I have to remember as many LGBT. So these were all Australian gays. Um, let's see, Australian comedy film written the. the Plot follows two drag queens played by Hugo Weaving oh, and Guy Weaving. Pierce and a transgender woman played by Terrence Stamp as they journey across the Australia outback from Sydney to Alice Springs in a tour bus that they have named Priscilla. Along the way, they encounter various groups of individuals. The film's title references the slang term queen for a drag queen or female impersonator. I forget the whole plot of the movie, but I appreciate that the stars of the movie was two drag queens and it included a transgender person in 1994. Um, and it won an Oscar for costume design because, of course, it's a gay movie. It was, of course, it was going to get a cut. It was nominated. That was groundbreaking in like 94 and it won. So I don't know what else came out. I don't know what John Claude Van Damme was doing. Spreading his legs. Arnold Schwarzenegger were doing. Hey, um, you know, shout out to everybody else. But um, shout out to The Adventures of Priscilla. Never seen that. Never heard of that. I'm going to have to check it out. Hopefully it's on. Is it on Netflix maybe? Possibly. It might be on Amazon Prime Video. You have all the things. Okay. I'm going to check it out. And also, just as a gay person, um, the documentary. Paris is Burning. Yeah. So, I think that came out of 89. But. Don't matter. Let She's me see timeless. Paris. I was gonna say I think Paris is Burning came out in like eighty nine, but like they got on like Donahue. They were on all of the things. Yeah, I think Oh, we came out in nineteen ninety. Yes, thank you. Sorry. Right on time. I'm making the mark in the nineties. So nineteen ninety starts the nineties. Paris is burning. Um Pose was inspired by that. We're going to get to it. A lot of quotes from RuPaul's Drag You own everything. When you come on this runway on RuPaul's Drag Race, challenges you were everything. There are challenges for, from so. season one to season ten plus. Why are you gagging so? She bring it to you every ball. There are challenges There inspired. are ball challenges on RuPaul's Drag Race. Inspired by Paris is Burning. Paris is Burning, I think, so. is easily one of the most influential Important um, gay movies slash documentaries. Let me for see how much it costs on Amazon because it was twenty five dollars when I bought it. Yeah, I, I continue to tell girls it was twenty five dollars when I bought it on Amazon. But I think it's it's, it's extremely the most expensive thing I ever bought. I bought the Noah's Ark season one, season two, and the movie, and I still don't think I spent twenty five dollars. Work the rights to Paris is Burning is as it should be. <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah. Um, and I think, like I said, it's a classic that. Millennials um, who weren't necessarily like didn't know they were gay at the time um, were still awakening. Um, should definitely check out. Um, it should not just be the older generation that knows about it. It was filmed. In, oh, so it must have been filmed in '89. It came out in '90. Woo! Because I was so scared. I was like, I, don't, I hope Paris's birthday makes the list. Yeah, that's our icebreaker <clears throat> this week. What other LGBT movies should we watch that came out in the 90s? Leave us comments wherever you are listening. We want to know because we enjoy um, watching LGBT content. Even if it's problematic because I know if it came out in the 90s, it's going to be a little bit problematic. It's going to be a little bit. 
So, Somebody was saying like um, Martin couldn't be remade today because the way that they made trans jokes towards Shanae would be woohoo. Yeah, um, true. So hopefully they got that handled while they're filming currently. The word of the day this week is differently abled instead of Ooh. saying differently abled. Okay. Differently abled. I love good Google. And so instead of saying disabled, you can say differently abled. It's the PC way of addressing people that might be disabled, handicapped, or otherwise okay. abilitied. Um, this word of the day is inspired by um, Rolling Ray, the most famous person in the wheelchair okay. on Twitter. All right. And so um, it's you. She showed us love. She did. Um, yeah. And so it's used to say that. Since people have been categorized as disabled, um, mm-hmm. that they aren't actually disabled. Like, they have a whole bunch of other abilities. Mm-hmm. Reading might be one of them. Hello. <laughs> Throwing shade on the internet might be one of them. Hello. Um, singing might be one of them. Um, writing might be one of them. Um, people are disabled in Special Olympics that can do shit that I never could and do. And still be in the Olympics. And I'm sorry. Um, I give a lot of shade. I can buy... Two or three dot coms. I can launch merch with my co-host. Roland Ray might beat me in the Special Olympics. A whole bunch of people might beat you in a lot of just regular <laughs> shit, regular everyday thing. It, yeah. Regular everyday things, and it doesn't make them disabled. That makes them differently abled. They are. They may not be able to walk. They mm-hmm. may not be able to use their hands. They may not be able to see. They may not be able to hear. But that doesn't make them disabled. That makes them differently abled. And so that is the word of the day. I forget his condition, but it is really tragic to um, wake up. I think he was like 9 or 10. If I remember the Catfish episode right. He was like 9 or 10 years old. He woke up one morning and he couldn't walk. Imagine the trauma from that. And the the things that you go through with through in your mental health. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. I didn't watch the whole catfish episode, I just watched uh, the shady part. I watched um, the whole episode. So, um but I do like him. I like his personality. Um I live when he told um Kim Yonsei, you know I don't like you because you have to tell these girls in the street sometimes they don't believe you on the internet. I don't. You no, know I don't like you. I don't. So whether I'm walking or disabled, I differently abled. Differently abled. Amen. I am. I, I'm I learning. don't like you. I don't. I don't like you. Sorry about that. Um, the very first and the most hottest of all topics this week. I like that. Is Alyssa Edwards is coming to Netflix? Amen. Dancing Queen. Dancing Queen is coming the name of the October. special. And the bitch has been quiet for a long time. We ain't got no YouTube updates. Mm-hmm. Um, we barely see her in the United States. She's traveling the world, booked everywhere. But we finally have gotten a glimpse that the queen is coming back to us. And it is via a YouTube special. I mean, a Netflix special. Netflix. Netflix special. Produced and, by WOW Presents. Yeah. World of Wonder. Yeah. W-O-W. And, um... We should have knew she was up to something and was cooking something. Because again, you get the, all this money on the on the YouTube, and you just gonna snatch the quit. cat back like this? No, Kaya, because you know we don't do Kaya now. Um, woo. Well, mm. does anybody do Kaya? Oh, oh, wow. Um, privately, we enjoy Kaya's music, and that's the gag. We're that I am gonna get to that as right. well. Kaya's on the. It's not Kaya though. Oh. It's not Kaya. It's somebody else. Fuck. Um, but Dancing anyway, Queen. Dancing Queen is October. coming out in October. 
Get your Netflix accounts up. Um, get on your friend Netflix account. Steal an email or do something. This shit is going to be hilarious. Fake it's going to be funny. Fake email addresses. Do a Google. Yeah. It's going to be funny. It's going to be hilarious. Um, I watched like the little sneak peek of it and like the um, biographical stuff that she was talking about, about her journey was really, really good. So I know like it's, it's going to be good. Like we're going to see her being amazing, looking amazing, being funny, per use. And I can't wait for it. It's like one of the, it's, it's probably one of the most anticipated Netflix shows coming out that I have currently. Like everything else coming to Netflix, I'm like, uh, I guess I'll watch it. But I'm like, cool. no, I, I'm going to be Dancing there. Dancing Queen. As soon as Dancing Queen drops at midnight, if she drops at midnight, mm-hmm. I'm watching Dancing Queen. So thank you, Alyssa Edwards. Thank it you. looks amazing. Um, also, Welcome back to drag, Katia. Katia um, came mm. back in drag. We talked about her probably four or five months ago on a yep. previous episode that she had taken a break from drag because her mental health was suffering. And she just was like, girl, I'll take these wigs and this makeup off to get my mental health back. Um, and she did. And she got better. And she's back in drag. And she's back on YouTube doing reviews and hopefully doing shows. I would love to see Katia in the show. And um, she's one of my all-time favorites. Just love her to death, and I'm so excited to see her back in. Justice for Katya. The girls be like justice for Raven. Child. Justice for Katya because she slayed All Stars during her season. She slayed her actual season as well, but we're not going there. Oh, but yeah, so <laughs> glad that Katya was able to decontam, decontaminate from drag and return to Brian. Seek counseling. Seek mental health help and return back to us it's Katya in a surprise um, episode of RuPaul's Drag Race fashion, fashion photo, photo review, review last week on YouTube and if you're not subscribed to fashion photo are you view um, on YouTube yeah it's, it's funny um, next I would like us to stop this stupid ass trend of telling niggas to pull up and giving them your actual um, grid coordinates, Whoa. your address. Give them a co- a pen. No, we're not giving them our real one, according to. No, well, one of these girls actually did give them like the real deal thing, um, and then the girls pulled up on her, and she got her ass whooped. And so that's why we need to stop. Who did it? Is Mariah Lynn put on oh, the internet? Love and hip hop, New York. Mm, just it don't matter which. I one. like that song. What's this song she got? Things you could do, you be never rich. Never on, you be never it. Son, son, son. Never bitch. Never bitch. I think it's called Never Bitch. Yeah, Never Bitch. Oh, it's called Never Bitch. But it actually happened. Oh. Okay. So it wasn't, it's no longer never. It's like sometimes, sometimes I get beat up when I tell people. It's happened before, so you can't sound like. And that's a hit. I feel it in my spirit. Because we turned up at the club so many times. Yeah, Never Bitch and Money Gun are um, two, Money Gun is two of my favorite Mariah Lynn songs. Um, but this song and dance that she has done of telling people where to pull up to fight her at, she need to just discontinue this song. Oh my god! Put this song back on the shelf. This she needs a new. She needs the R and B record. She needs some milk because oh. how in the fuck are you such a badass on the internet? Telling people to pull up and fight you, and this is where I'm gonna be at. But who and was then the person pu- that beat her up though? Um, one of them two girls that was that showed up to the awards. It don't matter. They all birds. I don't know. It it's, don't matter. It was Nicki Minaj's friend Ra Ali. Sure. Um, bird number two. But bird number two um did put in her GPS 
uh, this location that Mariah Lynn took told her. To the doctor still didn't look like Ra. What did she, what did Nicki Minaj say? Cause I don't even know. Bro, she said she said something about Remy Ma going to rent. So I, the her whole relevance, the girl's whole relevance is being associated with Nicki Minaj in the diss song to Drake. And then this girl said on Instagram Live, "I don't like you." And then they asked Mariah Lynn to pin her location if she was about that life. And Mariah Lynn pinned the address to somebody else's house. And they still showed up and whooped her ass. Had multiple rounds on Instagram video, which I'm sure is on Mariah Lynn Pike. I'm sure it's on YouTube. <sighs> but it's a current trend, and the current trend needs to stop. Especially Pain your location if you about that. No, all y'all ain't gonna win. Especially if you know you're not well equipped to handle the smoke that you're asking for. Mm-mm. So Mariah Lynn obviously was ill-equipped for the smoke that she was asking for, and got her ass whooped on the internet. Pinning at somebody else's address. Don't pin your location if you, you know, this is my five-year-old uh, god niece's birthday party. Don't pin your location there. <laughs> Don't pin your location if you ain't lost. If you ain't won like the last five fights that you was in. Yeah. So if you haven't won the last five fights you was in, you just was in. Like, Latasha gonna fight. help me if you know Latasha ain't there. And um, her boyfriend Keith is gonna get real because he hit women as well. I mean, like oh, wow. you gotta have a whole a full panel. Mm. Like if you just it's just gonna be you. You, sh- you should have a full panel anyway. Um, <laughs> if, if we're gonna talk about testing, um, get you a full panel. A full but panel yeah, testing. Mariah Lee, you did it wrong because you have enough people. You didn't have enough real hitters, so don't pin your lo- don't pin your location anymore. Your it's lo- previously stated. Your location is not your destination, Mariah Lynn. Um, next, I would like to address interracial porn. Um, there was a little bit of smoke, speaking of smoke, on Twitter between um, Cash De Niro, Deep Dick, um, oh shit, Knockout. Okay. These three porn stars. I saw Knockout in person and I was not knocked out. So don't pay your location. Well... The last time I saw you at the I, other location, I, I think, didn't want none. I think his name is Knockout, not because of his um, prowess, physical appearance. It's a prowess. We it's, sisters. It's it's more of like what his penis does to people. I don't even watch black porn like that, but I, no. Oh, well, we both jaguars, female. Jaguars aren't all females. As I refresh my lip chat, <laughs> girl, move around. Anyway, um. Interracial porn um, is really, really popular, and Mm -hmm. um, I think that there is a lot of space for inclusivity, um, but I think that we do not need to shroud it in um, cliches and... um, What was the point of their... Who sent the first tweet? Somebody sent a tweet. I don't know. We this is our podcast. We got to explain the story. So, who sent the first tweet? It doesn't matter. the uh-huh. The conversation was about one porn star being better than other porn stars because he was working with white men. Now, oh yes, uh, who was working with white men? Knockout is now signed to Noir Male, which basically pairs black big dick tops with white bottoms, like black, the straight porn company. Well, they do that with women. So this but it's is, the gay version because they do it with men. Yeah. So uh, 
so <clears throat> so knockout was throwing the shade of oh I'm classier now I'm better now um, to the other black porn stars because they only are in black Brady raw gay other porn. black gay productions yeah they're only in other black gay productions and only fans no shade so that was his that was his shade via Twitter I think it was an important conversation because um there is this class of black men that do feel like better than because they're fucking white people and fucking white people does not make you better than it makes you a part of the cliche it makes you part of the fetish and um if anything you are actually worse than it uh, it might be a nice check it might be i'm sure the check is nice but but the but the check you are trading for your own sensibility your own um character Mm -hmm. every check ain't a good check um Rod Clever, R-O-D-D-K-L-E-V-E-R, brought up on Twitter, like, look at the Instagram for Chi-Chi LaRue, who is the producer of the whole company. Look at this. Oh, I have a new brand company called Noir Mail. I don't see any black models in Chi-Chi LaRue's promotion of his new Noir Mail. It's all white. He's, like, using the black... Tops, but like the well, black actors, but then like all the stars are allegedly the white models, they are so. Um, so when the other two have questions, concerns, or reads, because girl, we gay, we love a good read. Um, deep dick, who you say, knockout, knockout is gonna have to accept the read. It's a, well, he's not accepting the read, even currently. the producer of the the. The company is even showing you that you don't have value. He's not even the person who wrote your check is not even promoting you, which could be good or bad. But it's bad right now. Um, noir means black. And I, so, oh, it does. Oh my god. Yeah, I did not know that. Groundbreaking. Noir means that's black. a joke. But. And um, they have named this production company Black Male. Black Male, basically. <laughs> but they highlight the Black Male top. Um, in a shrouded way of saying this is us just being we're being inclusive and um, Mm. you know we're wrapping the rainbow flag around this and you know we're just we're including everybody and to me it's worse than the typical white on white porn that is out there because the typical white on white porn I know what to expect I know y'all are classist I know Mm. y'all are racist but when you are shrouding your Classism and racism mm-hmm. um, and fetish in oh look we're including a black person here but it's only a black big dick top where mm-hmm. the bo- where the bottoms at and there's no black versatile porn stars out there that mm. you could be promoting or using in your films like none and so don't shit on um, the black literally please no one shit on anything um, but don't shit on the black um, porn production companies. That do black porn because it is still the most watched gay porn. Amen. White people, black people, brown Amateur, people, yellow people, professional. They all watch <laughs> more more black porn than white porn, mm-hmm. and that is not shade. That is a fact. Um, Shout out to Pornhub, who releases their statistics every year. Yes, uh, white gays. I know that this can put you in a precarious position because what's that word? Precarious. Precarious. Oh, I like big words. Uh huh. Um, 
But it is still okay to love black dick, but you also have to love the black man that is attached to it. And when I say love Where's the my black man, they need to get my shape <laughs> When I say love the black man that's attached to it, it doesn't always have to be romantically. I'm not telling you to fall in love with every black dick that you come in contact with, but but know and love everything that comes with being a black male. Don't just love just the black dick. The and, black experience. And then you rent the dick out for like 20 to 30 minutes and then you don't know nothing about blackness and you're going back to Whole Foods. That's not, that's still racism. It can be a microaggression of racism, but that's still racism. Um, nobody's telling you not to love black dick. Black dick is amazing. It is put on this earth to change things. Amen. To change spirits. Black Dick brought both of us here to host to, this podcast. To move things. <laughs> Amen. Move people. Um, but it is not here to be your fetish. So and Knockout needs to learn something? Um, or what is the goal he for needs Knockout? To just, just be quiet. Okay. So it's okay to accept your white money and accept your white big ass checks and okay. live someplace classy in California. But don't be shitting on girls that live in Atlanta that do black porn that you used to also be doing black porn with. Like you're not you're not that girl because what happens all the time is they will use you for your big ass black dick for five movies and then they will find another big ass black dick. I can point to a few of them, but I won't throw that shade. All right, I don't know the full story, so I'm just gonna go with what you said. But it's okay. on Twitter. Nobody. It's, it was it. a lot, and I have a corporate America job. I don't I don't have time to sit on Twitter and read. You watch Love and Hip Hop. Girl, <laughs> I barely and I barely made time for that. You um, don't even know how I next, barely made time for that. I want to recover Pose. So um, we've talked about Pose for every episode that Pose had a current Amen. episode on, um, and now that it's off and we're waiting. Are you judge because I watch love hip hop. You was judging gay porn. Oh, I do judge gay porn. I want the best for gay porn. Pose is currently off the air, and we are salivating and waiting for season two. To come on um, But while we do that I think that we should revisit All of the episodes of Pose And like get into it The way that we do with Golden Girls mm-hmm. The way that we do with Martin The way that we do with Living, Living Single, Single Oh my gosh The yes. way that Living some Single. of our You know a little more whitish the friends two, two, seven. Go back to friends Pose was iconic And we should be knowing the lines from Pose I am going to be working on um, getting my lecture reads together. Amen. Because the lecture has which some episode? What was the situation? What was going down? I'm gonna know it. Amen. I'm going to know it because it was it was just as important as episodes of Martin, just as important as episodes of Living Single. It was extremely important. And if we let the shit go to the wayside, it's gonna go to the wayside. Uh uh-uh. uh Because white people, straight people, are not get going them back. online streaming numbers. They're not going back to go rewatch the shit. They no. was just like, oh well, oh the gay people had a show. It was, cute. It was trans visibility. They're not rewatching the episodes. They don't even know who Blanca is. We need to know who Blanca is. We need to know the the reads. We need to go back and rewatch. We need to go find the idiosyncrasies that we saw in the episodes that we didn't see the first time. Go back and rewatch Pose from episode one to the very last episode. Please and thank you. Um, Azalea Banks is a stunt queen. Confirmed. Um, I knew it was some bullshit. Can we she, move on? I don't want to give her much space. She's not going to have. Okay. Um, but I knew it was some bullshit when she took to the internet crying, 
talking about um, Wilding Out was colorists and racist. They to were her. black and red. And um, she apparently never saw an episode of Wilding Out before. Didn't know that reads were attached to coming on the Shout show. Shout out to your publicist. Um, but she really needs to stop the madness and seek help. And we will leave that there. Amen. Um, the fan that ran behind Beyonce is a criminal. He is also a goal at the Beyonce same time. said that he was not gonna, she was not gonna press. Beyonce is king and queen. Hello, um, but Beyonce said she was going to press charges. But ATLPD said like, "Oh, we don't let this get by us, girl." So they had filed the um, public. The didn't let this get by them either. <laughs> so you saw what this they nigga looked like after. Charges. He still got his ass whooped. He still got. Beyonce was like, "Well, I'm gonna be kind." <laughs> but the other girl Ain't nobody else Gonna be kind In this mix Gracious queen <laughs> Generous queen Degenerous oh, Wow <laughs> Um I just Again He's a criminal And a goal at the same time Because had I had the audacity The courage To get on a Beyonce stage Of course I would be running behind the queen To touch the hem of her garment To smell her To be like Close to her like no one will get this opportunity And so if I will have to take an ass whooping for it I completely understood this this man's frame of mind I just want to say out loud I asked you when I watched the Instagram video I was like so what was his goal And you said to touch the queen And I was like Wow I see from a whole new area now It's like cause I know he doesn't want to hurt Beyonce and Jay Z I I figured that he, he didn't want to hurt He paid too much money for these tickets I, don't, I didn't think them. he wanted to hurt them But I was like but what is your goal, though? He was like, to touch Beyonce? I was like, you know what, bitch? Virgo sees the 2019. I want to touch Beyonce. That's a goal. That's a whole goal. I spent $2,000 for a VIP car to section seat. Julius Moves. I love all headed men's, but Julius Moves. Um, you can touch me after. <laughs> I have goals. I have, I'm focused on touching Beyonce. And she had like her Versace bedazzled. Stage costume? Maybe touching... If I just touch the costume, send me to jail now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Start the cash out. Dollar sign, Ronald Matters. You know, PayPal. I'm like, y'all get me out of jail. I, my goal was to touch the I didn't even understand the goal. I did it. Julius also might have been <laughs> the second part of the goal. And so, <laughs> so, I ran up on Beyonce. I touched Beyonce. Julius, touch me now. Okay. That's part, that could have been part one. of the goal. For two thousand dollars, Beyonce. Then Julius pushed me up against his bosom and dragged me out of the auditorium. How, yes, I can write a book now. So I understood exactly. Yeah, call me for interviews. I I understood exactly what was going through his mind. I just wish that I had the courage. I did not the, even realize. I was like, what is he running up there for? Everybody wants to drag him. They want to figure out what his name was, his address, to like. Demonize him, but he might be he might be the president of the beehive. He is goals. He might be the president of the beehive. He just wants to be blessed by the queen. Amen. And I can I can I can identify. her drop kick the second night. She was being nice and funny. Karate the hashtag aka the karate kid. <laughs> that was cute. Um nextly <laughs> Is that a word? <laughs> it is now. Ooh. Insecure happened. I watched part of it. Um, I still stand firm in my previous week's assessment that Issa Rae is a fuckboy in women's clothing. Issa's neck and her back got tired 
um, and she moved from the frying pan into the fire in this previous week. She moved episode. from the couch into the bed. <laughs> the frying pan. Yeah. From the frying pan into the fire. I said what I said. And I meant, yes. So, someone that you are trying to be platonic friends with, how do you move from their couch and into their bed in hopes that this will still stay platonic? You know how? When you are a fuckboy. When you are a fuckboy, you do these type of things. You be like, oh, well, I just... I can just sleep in the bed with you instead. My neck and my back. And I'll just be in my underwear. And I might just let you lick it a little bit. And uh, who has dreams of getting eaten out while eating Cheetos? No, I don't think that's even Nikki's dream. Barbie dreams. No. This is... No. Mm -mm. Video coming soon. What's the Walmart Barbie? Like, this is Walmart Barbie. This is not regular Barbie. Like Brett's doll? Sure. Brett's. Because Brett's doll used to be real cheap. But they were black dolls. So we were like, bitch, yes, Brett's doll. This is a market for this. And then Brett's doll started becoming at the same rates. So it was like, well, it's Christmas. So do I get you the black Barbie or do I get you a Brett's doll? Do not get the Easter Barbie. Beginner. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Beginner <laughs> Brett's. And we're, again, we're talking about Issa. The character, character and not, not Issa person. Rae, the person. Because I love Issa Rae, the person. Amazing. Just goes. Yeah. Everything. But Issa, the character, just giving me all of the fuckboy that I didn't need. Like Cheetos and getting your pussy ate. What is that? What it's, is that? It's Compton Goes. Alright. Well... I hope it gets better. I really do. <laughs> I just, I really hope it gets better. Like we're on episode three, and I'm just not impressed by none of the episodes. Okay. I'm not. I just, I want to be. I really do, but I'm not. <clears throat> um. Lastly, uh, but also not lacking inches. Uh, Safari is coming out with a toy line, and so um, yeah, you the know, seven figure deal, but it's gonna be like more for nine inches with a curve. <laughs> If you are looking for early Christmas gifts for bottoms and or versatiles, if you are looking for an early Christmas gift idea for a bottom, shit, you know one. Here I go. Heard you was looking for me, bitch. Here I go. Shout out to Cash Doll. If you are looking for (laughs) early Christmas gifts for bottoms and versatiles in your life, um, I, I, you know, I might be suggesting this. Here I go. He is making a realistic. Um, version of his penis, uh, Safarius. Yeah, that is going to be sold on the internet, and um, I think it could change people's lives. Um, I think that this might me be first. The, Hashtag me too. This might Hashtag be his, me three. This might be his best product. Um, you know, we don't know none of his songs. We only know him to be on Love um, and Hip Hop and to have dated Nicki Minaj. These two songs on Love and Hip Hop. I don't know either one of them, but I said we don't know none of his no. songs. And he... stop telling the <laughs> truth. I'm trying to like I want to have this deal though, this successful man. But that's what I'm okay. saying. This could be his success. Okay. And so like some some people didn't even the know who um, okay. other sex toy industry people were. We didn't know Candy was a freak until she had her sex toy lines come out. Mm-hmm. Jenna Jameson has made. More money in sex toys than she ever made fucking in the videos. Um, and so this could be a real avenue for him. Um, I think he, you know, he can make a like a hard toy, Mm -hmm. he can make like a little soft toy in case Mm -hmm. you don't want like the whole thing. He can make like even a flaccid toy if you just want to put it in your mouth. 
and he doesn't even have to charge me for they these ideas. They need you on the production. He doesn't even I'm like, need they need you on the production um, idea team. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't need to charge me for the ide- brand strategy. Ideas. I'm just saying, you know, if you have a bottom or versatile in your life, suggest. I'm just suggesting this might be a gift idea. Thank Christmas you guys so much. Christmas is coming up. <laughs> Merry Christmas in advance. Thank you guys so much for leaving us your comments um, and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you have the Apple Podcast app, search for our name here for it. Click leave a review. Uh, nope, I'm doing all this wrong. Leave a review in the Apple Podcast app. Search for our name in your app. Click the reviews tab and click write a review. Um, we got a lot of a few SoundCloud comments last week, but I don't, I didn't remember to search for them. So, well, we'll move into sexual health then. Do that in a minute. Um, this week in sexual health, there was a story on Gay Star News. That's a lie. There was no stories on there. No, there was definitely a story on there. Um, and I just would like to say, from a clinical perspective, oh my god, and from a sexual serious. perspective, I am non-judgmental. You know, I'm open. You know, people not open. Um, yeah. <laughs> I allow a lot of different things. I allow a lot of ideas and things like that. But, it's fun. Um, be safe with the things that you are doing. Um, putting 15 eggs in your ass while having chem sex with your boyfriend is not a good <laughs> idea. Um, there have been stories previously um, made on like these clickbait websites. Um, this one is not. <laughs> this yeah. one is an actual story of a... We don't know if he's young. They didn't report his age. They did report his name. They usually don't when it's a young person. As a blogger, I can tell you that we usually don't when it's a younger person. Uh, what we call it? A underage? Um, I'm gonna say a minority, but that's the wrong word. When it's a m- millennial? Probably, girl. We all in 2019, so it, I forget the word, but yeah. Well, this young man was actually rushed to a hospital after putting... 18 eggs? 15, how many? 15 hard-boiled eggs up his butt while on chemsex drugs with his boyfriend. They were both using liquid G, which is GHB. Uh-huh. It's extremely dangerous when you do not know what you're doing. And even when you do know what you're when doing. When you own it and your partner own it, one of us don't need to be on it. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably the start. Or one of us just needs to be on a beginner dose. Maybe, maybe we can <laughs> even do that. But both of them were having um, chem sex. Okay. And um, during the chem sex, they decided to hard boil eggs and put it up the receivers behind. Mm. Um, apparently, the chem sex went amazingly, and the receiver went to sleep that evening to wake up the next morning with a lot of abdominal pain. Woo! Um, they thought that they had taken all the eggs out. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Bitch, you can't kill. You only took twelve of the eggs. How many did he was still in there? Oh my god! The men told doctors that they had hard boiled fifteen eggs and then peeled them. Only then they inserted it into his anus. This was not correct because he had suffered a lot of abdominal injury from cracked eggshells, scarring his. Insides. Rectal wall. Yes. The colorectal, because I'm sure you get to the colon at this point. 
Um, upon arrival at the emergency room, the patient was tachycardic, tachypenic, meaning high heart rate, high breathing rate. His so, red blood cells and things are trying to fight whatever this foreign object is inside his body. And he's also hemorrhaging on his side. Yes. What hemorrhaging? What that word mean? Hemorrhaging means bleeding. From oh, he was internal bleeding. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cracked eggshells in his walls. He got to go to the operating room? Yes. Oh, my God. So For some dick. Not even for no dick for some damn eggs. I'm not even going to the operating room for some dick. At least you can brag like... Bitch, that dick was so good, bitch. Or he could pray like, man, I be sending bitches to the. I'll be like, you can't even bring me this a horrible egg. Cause you to the, the doctors performed an emergency laparotomy uh, well, to remove the eggs. Okay. Uh, the surgical procedure involved um, cutting a large incision through the abdominal wall to gain access to the abdominal cavity. Um, the patient was monitored in intensive care for two days and then released. From one sexual experience, so this week in sexual health, yeah. oh. I would implore you, gentlemen out there, uh, put one egg, not fifteen, <laughs> like fifteen eggs. Where where did you think it was going? What? It, no, 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 no. Um, also, do chem sex as responsibly as you can. Um, if you are out of control or out of your um, cognition to decide whether something is safe or not, you probably shouldn't be having that level of chem sex. Together. So I pulled up SoundCloud because I felt guilty. Two comments from SoundCloud. We discussed um, our favorite moments from Got to Be Real last week. Um, R.I.P. Aretha Franklin. Keith Knight 7 said, My favorite moment from Got to Be Real is when Kara Hilson popped out of nowhere and scared Beetlejuice. And when Beyonce told Fantasia that she doesn't think she can read her lips. <laughs> Fantasia, oh, so ill prepared. She can't even read my lips. So shout out to Keith Knight 7. Um, we got a question from another listener who says, I am visiting DC for the first time in October. Any suggested eateries and spots to hang? Um, well, Ben's Chili Bowl is one of my favorite. Only Ooh. DC, like you can't find it anywhere Ooh. else, spots. So yes. Ben's Chili Bowl. Um, Get the one on the picture on the wall. Yeah, right. I'm right. Like, I don't know what I want, but I want two of those yeah, right, on the wall. Right off of U Street, downtown DC. Um, you'll be close to Nelly's as well. Two so blocks from Nelly's. I'll count. I'm like, I walk two blocks. Okay, great. If I walk three blocks, I'm like, shit, I done passed Nelly's. I mean, out of pass to Ben Shilabo. Ben Shilabo is so good when you're intoxicated. It's good when you're not as well. Um, Nando's, because I hadn't been to a Nando's before I got to D.C., so mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's technically a D.C. native because it seems so big, but I've never seen one anywhere throughout the country. And so if you've never been to a Nando's, definitely check out a Nando's in D.C. Okay. Um, eateries, I would suggest. Mm, ciao. People always say go to L'Oreal Plaza, L-A-U-R-I-O-L Plaza, but I mean... <laughs> you the, didn't even spell that right. I did. I remember the way it's spelled because it's spelled wrong. Okay. And um, I remember not thinking the margarita was as great, but like 30 minutes later when the margarita hits you, it's cool, but the food didn't really do much for me, but... I like the food at L'Oreal Plaza. This week, 
in um, social studies, three non-physical traits that makes a person attractive to you. Non-physical? Uh, well, you know, in the world of dating good. apps with like, oh my gosh, Tinder, Jax, Grinder, Scruff, A for A is revitalizing their mobile app and. Yeah, when they smell good, that's probably the most intoxicating thing for me. Like okay. a nigga that just smells good, look like he like clean everywhere. You can look anywhere on his body and not be turned off. Oh, mm, melts me. Um, someone that speaks intellectually that you know they don't have to. I don't believe really. You question that, everything, so but, you gotta believe nothing nobody say. Just as a person. no, that's just you. Um, <laughs> But someone that speaks intellectually that can okay. impress me with their vocabulary, mm-hmm. very sexy. Just okay. uh, take my drawers off now. Um, and someone that's well traveled, somebody that I can talk about. Um, oh, you went that place? How was that? Where'd you go? What'd you do? Like that's extremely attractive to me. Um, so according to the effect of humor on interpersonal attraction and mate selection, it's a long study title. They have to get their grant coin. Um, a sense of humor is the number one thing that most people find attractive. It found that a good sense of humor was as rated more attractive than a person who was a long-term... Oh, people who had a sense of humor were more li- deemed to be a long-term partner than someone who didn't... Like, oh, you cute, but like you ain't got no personality. Mm. So, a sense of, of course, you, a lot of girls are cute but don't have a sense of humor. Um, the second thing is the seduction of storytelling. In the article called A Good Story, Dr. John Donahue cites three studies that say a man's allure, the mystery of keeping your date's attention, can appear as an enticing trait for long-term love. And the third thing, I'm going to leave a link to all these studies in the link below. The third thing is charm. The extrovert advantage that came out in 2015 is a study that says even extroverts, no matter how attractive, require motivation to turn on the charm. Like, I mean, like, if I don't deem you attractive and, like, mm, I know I'm cute, I'm going to have to fake all this and turn it on for you. But, like, even if you feel like you are unattractive, which could, is not always true for a lot of people, there's a market for every thing mm-hmm. you know fake it till you make it turn on the charm like i really like him i want to um see him more often turn on the charm shit even the cute girls be turning it on turn on their charm fake it till you make it so shout out to a sense of humor the seduction of storytelling and charm for being three non-physical traits that can make you attractive cuffing season coming up I'm trying to prepare y'all Last week we were talking about conversation tips This week even if you don't feel attractive Things that can you know Help you keep the lights on We're gonna keep discussing it Listener letters Send us your questions And comments to Hereforitpod at gmail.com Or to any inbox where you can find us On social media One question this week Anonymous asks at what age do you just settle for somebody? Oh, girl. Never. Everybody crazy. Most men are trifling. And I ain't going broke whining and dining these niggas no more. 
I got a date this Friday, and he don't know it, but we going Dutch. Actually, it's going to be my birthday, but should I expect him to pay? Shout out to Virgo season. Um, I hope these ain't Virgo traits. It's going to be a birthday. Should I expect him to pay? Plus, men nowadays spend more time getting dressed for the club than they do getting dressed to praise God. I'm 35 years old, and I want a child in two years. I don't have many problems in my gay life, but this is hiring help. I don't know where to start with that. Start at the beginning. <clears throat> if you are 35 currently and you're expecting to have a child in two years, that's unrealistic. Well, you know, we always said these, I want to be, I don't, is it heteronormative to set goals to be, I want to be married by this, I want to have a child, no. I want to have a house and a fence, and I want to, and I have to be upgraded, trading my Nissan to a Lexus or a Mercedes by the time I'm 42, because at 42, you should just have a Mercedes at this point. And you know how the gays are. No, that's not heteronormative. Like any any and everyone should have goals for their life. Mm-hmm. But having a goal to have a child within two years and you ain't got no man and no plan to have no children or no man is unrealistic. Mm. Um going on a birthday date and hoping that you guys will be going Dutch. But not communicating that, hey, look, it's my birthday and I will pay for my half and not paying for your half is a recipe for disaster. And also telling why you have problems in the dating world. Um, If you're going on a date with someone and you have made the plan that y'all going Dutch, say, hey, you know, just in case you were wondering, I'm going to pay for my half. You're going to pay for your half. And we're going to be good after this, even though it's my birthday. Unless, you know, you know, if you just want to, you feel froggy and it's my birthday, you should just pay for me anyway because I'm cute. Yeah. I have those conversations, but when you don't communicate those things and then something goes awry and you'll want to be getting on social media talking about how bad the nigga is and I can't believe I went out with this fuck boy and blah, 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 this and that. Communicate what you would like the date to be. If you want the date to be, um, we go Dutch. If we like each other, we go go somewhere else afterwards. After that, if we still like each other, we're going back to my place to have some birthday sex. Communicate that. But non-communication is not going to get you anywhere that you actually want to be. I can't say I disagree because, I mean, like when I was 15, 16 years old, I was like, I'm going to be a computer programmer. And by the time I'm 25, I'm going to have a house with my vision never included women. But, you know, like, <laughs> and I, then I got to college and then computer programming included a lot of math and science. And I was just not here for it. Um, and then my real world experience had led me into stripping and twerking. And then so then you just become the lead stripper down the Magic City. And I, are, are you holding on in, to a recent like a five-year plan, a three-year plan. I mean, like, what year was this plan made that you have to have a child by a certain amount of time or you had to have a man by a certain amount of time? I mean, I appreciate that it sounds like by the time you were 25, you set a goal to be by 40 to have a child or to have a man. But then, why you even set up a birthday date with somebody who don't know that it's your birthday? I mean, like, if it's a birthday date, oh, they know what they're signing up for because I'm not swiping my car. I'm not bringing a car. <laughs> I'm not bringing a car in case. Oh of an my gosh! I no. left my card in the car. I like, didn't. I like got the rest of these girls. Be doing. 
I'm starting off the day with I don't have any money. It it's is my, my birthday. birthday. No. Tell the bartender we need birthday shots. They're going on your tab. It's my birthday. That's the only list of questions we had. So, Ooh. what's next? <laughs> it's we my can, birthday, though. We can proceed in the songs for your soul. Um, what's the song for your soul? <clears throat> um, I may regret this in the future, but right now, mm-hmm. I don't. Me neither. Because the song is just the the shit hits. The shit hits. Um, the singer is problematic. I read her. Oh my god! Like maybe ten or fifteen episodes ago, uh, mm-hmm. four problematic statements that she made, but I had never listened to her, any of her music at the time. Mm-hmm. Today, not today. Sorry. Well, today hey, man. is. Hey man, you better claim it. Um, today is when I knew I fell in love with her music. I knew that I liked a song, but I didn't know I fell in love with her music until today. So this song goes, something in the sun or the air is making me want to run away from you. I know that you want me to stay with you, but no. Mm -hmm. So I'll keep making excuses about the sun, the earth, the rays, but our days are numbered. Wired and I'm tired of it. I know you're trying, but you'll never unravel me. Hey, man. Unravel me, unravel me. The song is by Sabrina Claudio. Oh! Yeah. Wow, problematic. Quite. Mm. But again, I had never heard her music at the time of the incident. I, I heard the incident, and I'm not going to go back over the incident because okay. I want y'all to still listen to the song because the song is so fucking good. The mm-hmm. song is, is is orgasmic. The song is is as infectious as gonorrhea. So mm-hmm. listen to the song. Though I know she has had a problematic ass past, I'm putting her personal shit on pause because the music is so good. And so what happened was what had happened was I was Amen. at work. I let YouTube play music while I'm doing work. It just plays whatever the fuck is coming up next after a previous election. Pandora Tease. Yeah. And then I realized that it was playing the song that I had a previous experience to, Mm -hmm. but didn't know the name of the song. And then when I heard the song, I was like, oh, hmm. Yeah. Let me replay that again. Mm -hmm. Replayed it again. The shit hits. Unravel Me by Sabrina Claudio. Just check it out. I know she's problematic. Do not go buy her album. Just listen to the song. <laughs> um, shout out to Hermes World. Um, you just sent us this while we're recording, so I don't have all the things together. Oh, um, but I'm reading the article you sent me from about the LGBT diversity director being fired, and I'm currently reading it. Just got the link. I just want you to know how real time Hermes World, what you just sent me, is. Um, the song for my soul this week is I Got This by Jennifer Hudson. You know, like my birthday had me and getting intoxicated beyond measure had me thinking about my goals and what I want to do and just in an inspirational mood. And I Got This by Jennifer Hudson. You know, she's going to scream. She's going to holler. It's into a cute mid-tempo beat. It came out around the same time as Whitney Houston's Million Dollar Bill. So if you have to get to the tempo, he makes me feel like a million dollar bill. Um, 
I got this to set to the same kind of mid-tempo beat, but mm, with the production. So I got this is about an inspirational song. I'm from the south side of Chicago, and I have goals and dreams. I got this, you know. I'm going to stay focused until I reach my goal. I got this. And I think the repetition of saying, I got this in the chorus, as much as people hate repetitious choruses, constantly saying it out loud, I got this. I'm going through this right now, but I got this. This is happening for me, and it's, ooh, child, a barrier towards success, but I got this. I'm going to reach success. I know it. I got this. So the repetition in the chorus, I can see how it can annoy some people, but Jennifer Hudson constantly saying it and telling us how we're going to get there. Felt very Yolanda Adams. Felt very Aretha Franklin gospel album. It just took me there. And so shout out to I Got This by Jennifer Hudson. I'll stand in. Um, maybe she'll sing that in the movie. Oh. She was handpicked by the Queen by the Queen to play. Yeah, her or Tasia. So, uh, mm. Mm. Uh, leave that one ball. has the Oscar and one don't. So, I love them both. I love Fantasia. I Fantasia. love them both. Fantasia knows that, <laughs> and the most important part is Fantasia knows that I love her personally, and that's not name dropping. But okay, she knows personally that I love her. Here for it. So what are you here for? <clears throat> I'm not here for something this oh, week. Oh, my God. Again. Taking uh, us through it. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Um, but this shit was just, just fucking too much. Yeah. I've seen it too much already. And um, I'm just not here for it. Um, Jamel Miles is a nine-year-old boy. What well, was a nine-year-old boy in Denver, Colorado. That had recently come out over this past summer to his mom um, as gay and was transitioning his response to I'm gay also into I like to dress in women's clothes. I'd prefer women's clothes over boys clothes. So Mm -hmm. can you stop buying me boys clothes and buy me a little bit more girls clothes over four days prior to his death? We're getting there. I'm, I'm building the story. So this is how. Jamel's summer was Jamel had this awakening ass summer Sickening ass summer And just saying Mm -hmm. I am Gonna come out to my mom I'm gonna tell her that I also like girl clothes as well Remix some of this shit That you buy me at Walmart Cause I don't need all the G.I. Joe shit He had found his voice He had found his spirit He had found his Tract in life Um and was excited to go to school um, to start his first year, first year in fourth grade. Um, and four days into um, his first year of school, back to school, he killed himself. Uh, he killed himself allegedly because he had been bullied at school about coming out as gay. His sister had uh, witnessed. The bullies talking about him being gay, telling him to kill himself, and he went home and actually killed himself. So I am absolutely not here for it because we still have kids in the schools that are being taught by other people to hate people. Um, These kids are not born hating people. 
They don't know to hate gay people. They don't know to hate black people. They don't know to hate trans people. They don't know to hate any type of people when they are born. They are taught to hate people. And unfortunately, the generation that is teaching them to hate people has not died off yet. Mm. Um, and so I'm absolutely not here for Jamel. Uh, deserves to still be here. He deserves to be living his best gay and or trans life, regardless of what anybody thinks. His mom accepted him. His family accepted him. These little low lives at school that did not accept him are fucking unimportant, and I'm not here for it. Jamel Miles, um, rest in peace. I hope that the story changes the minds of some people and softens the hearts of some people as well. Two things. The first one, really quick. The second one's gonna be long. Um, Hermes were just sent us um, Philadelphia's Mazzoni Center, M A Z Z O N I. They just fired their first diversity um, person who is a trans man of Latinx descent, um, from what I'm reading into intomore.com. Um, the person, they just got new um, direction at the Mazzoni Center in Philadelphia. And the person's name is Kay Martinez, the first director of diversity, equity, and inclusion, was fired after the company got um, new direction because the last person was fired due to sexual assault allegations i'm still reading all of this i'm just trying to um but to be fired without any prior write-ups or any fought former anything i'm still reading this but i it appears that i'm not going to be here for this and i hope to have more next week because 50 people walked out this past monday because they think that the organization is trash for fine firing their um lgbt diversity director at the lgbt health center um, and it's now have a straight person as the director. Um, ma'am, why are you firing me? But according to the board, they think that she's a powerful woman. Beautiful gals. The thing that's in my notes is um, the headline on Gay Star News reads, School assignment asks kids to choose who to save, a gay athlete or a Muslim student. Hmm. Ooh, you know, we play on the internet. We were like, oh, it's a boat. It only got three people. Um, so y'all gonna save Sierra, Rihanna, Tanache, or, you know, like some for the, like that's cute to play on the internet. But for Roberts Middle School to have seventh and eighth graders in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, to have an assignment rank, um, there's 12 people. The world is ending and you can only save eight people. Who do you save? One was like an Arabic person who does this. And the other one was like, oh, this person of um, minority descent who has done this great, amazing thing. Like even the gay person was an athlete. And even the Muslim person was like an international college student. To have 12, how old are we in like seventh and eighth grade? These teenagers, they don't they don't have the diversity training to even see that this is cute, it's coy. They're thinking, oh, we're in Cuyahoga who Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. All they know is who they are and what what people are around them. So it's like uh, for the teacher and for the superintendent um, that covers Robert's 
middle school to say like, oh, we stand by it. And the people of the city had to go to their city councilman of their district and say like, hello, can we get some help? We need some help um, refuting how this is ridiculous. You can't tell no 12 and 13 year old boys like, oh, all, the world is about to end and all the white people are safe, but you got to choose eight minorities and it's 12 of them there. Who do you leave to die? In a world where we just had the white power rally here in Washington, D.C. like two weeks ago. And in a world where in Jacksonville, Florida, um, this white boy killed minorities this weekend. Rest in peace to Elijah Clayton. He was down to the Madden tournament. You know, being great. Being amazing at Madden. And he had to die because some white boy had lost on the internet in Madden. Um, studies also show that the white power girls troll online. Like when you can have the little headphones on, you can talk to the people that you're playing with. The the white power groups and terrorist organizations troll white teen boys to join. They want to radicalize. Is that a word? Radicalize them to you know encourage them to go do stupid shit like what happened at Parkland. So. Um, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio If you want to teach diversity to the kids Oh, they stood behind it because um, The superintendent said like Oh, well the teacher cited at the University of Ohio um, College students um, were doing a, a resource About training there at the University of Houston These 12 and 13 year old boys and girls who don't got shit to do with collegiate level diversity training. And even the University of Houston had to come out and say like, hey, this isn't an original thing that we um, came up with. But we usually market it to people who are experts in diversity. (laughs) So anyway, um, Cuyahoga Falls, if y'all want to market... Well, if y'all want to teach diversity and tolerance, how about you speak the names of all these trans murder victims? How about you speak the names of all the kids that passed in the Parkland shooting that also happened in Florida? How about you discuss the guy who shot up the DMV newspaper for covering his stalking behavior towards his ex-girlfriend if you want to teach tolerance? Look, if you stalk somebody and she dump you... And then you stalk her, we're going to cover it in the local news. You're going to be embarrassed by it, but that's collateral damage is a part of stalking someone when they have your name in the papers in the courts. If you want to teach diversity and training, speak the names of the immigrant assault victims who are on video once every three to six months because some white American is standing in a um, taco shop or in the goddamn Chipotle and want the workers to speak American. First of all, you can't do that. But other people are suffering. If you want to teach tolerance, talk about the the way that black hair has been criminalized and it's even unprofessional to wear black hairstyles at your job. This week, there have been multiple videos of black students who have been put out of school because their natural hair has been deemed unworthy to even come to class. A, a young five, six, seven-year-old young man with dreads. Is that a young man or just a young boy? This young boy. We don't want... And black men have to grow up faster because they're not deemed as innocent, study show. And so if you want to teach tolerance, 
that's the way you teach diversity. You have real world experiences that you can reach to Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, with Superintendent Dr. Todd Nichols, where you can teach diversity and you can teach tolerance. You don't have to use some collegiate level expert in diversity and reach out for a little play play. It's only it's twelve people. You can only save eight. It's enough going on in this world. Trump is your president. First of all, start there. Nobody in the White House right now, even Angela Rice said on TV and said, on CNN, and said, I'll give you $5, one for each black person that you can name that work in Donald Trump's cabinet. And the guy said on CNN, he couldn't name five people. So if you want to teach diversity and tolerance, start there. Y'all fucking tried it, and I'm not here for you. It. Pride, pride is upon us again. <clears throat> it's time for our last call. I, you know, I'm working on my things, and I need my things, and I need my things. I need my things. Last call. Take a shot with us. Um. Well, again, like I was saying, pride is upon us again. Uh, it's probably the last biggest pride of the year. Um, and so, don't y'all be out in clubs fighting and shit. Please. Don't be at the sex parties fighting. Don't be uh, down to the streets or down to the hotels fighting. We don't need no more gay fight videos. Thank you. <clears throat> My last call <clears throat> is to the queen. She may not have been walking around with a shiny, nice fucking dress with a crown on her fucking head. <laughs> but she did pull up to the goddamn fume with a rose gold casket and red pumps. pumps. And we don't know the last time you saw a legend being buried this beautifully. It's stilettos. Those are like stilettos. The Queen's goddamn casket and red pumps took over the internet for the majority of today. Yeah, confirmed. Outside of Detroit. not This wasn't just like Detroit niggas, like my Detroit friends that was cheering and talking. The internet was like, look at the Queen. Yeah. And so, this last call is to Miss Aretha Franklin. Um, you will be missed. Uh, your contributions are extremely important. Thank you, my Detroit sister. And even though you were born in Memphis, you are a Detroit queen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let Memphis have our things. <laughs> she was never a Memphis thing. She didn't really rep Memphis like that. She, Detroit was... She did not. She was born there. I give her that. I give her that as well. But her formative years were in Detroit. That's what made True. her who the fuck she is. True. She's a Detroit queen. I agree. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> my Detroit queen is gone. Rest in peace. Aretha Franklin. My last call is rest in peace, Jamel Miles, the nine-year-old who committed um, suicide. It seems so cliche to say it gets better, but uh, it do. I mean, like you, you, he set a goal for himself. He was beginning to set the outline for his life, and you know, like as a gay person, we're so many years ahead of 
all of our naysayers and all of the people who question and see problems with what we do. But Jimmy, uh, you just were nine years old. You had already decided over the summer, I want to give the girls these things. I want to explore these things. And I want to see what these things mean to me. Um, and I just really wanted to see, because I know, uh, I'm getting emotional. I just really know what it was like when I was right there about to commit suicide myself. And I said, bitch, if you're not going to commit suicide, you're going to let these bitches have it. If you're not going to commit suicide, you're going to let these... If you're not gonna commit, you gonna let these bitches have it, and I just really wish that he had the the things to let these bitches fucking have it. Let these bitches fucking have it. I'm fish. My voice soft. I'm loud. So, rest in peace to Jamil Mouse. We honor you. We do. Um. Thank you guys again for listening to Here For A Podcast. Don't forget, t-shirts. I know I'm sad right now. I'm trying to <clears throat> redirect my emotions. Fashion line. If you are on Patreon. <laughs> you keep calling the fashion line. We got, we I got don't, satchels. I don't, what I we got? We got coffee mugs. I don't do Can any, a coffee mug be a fashion line? If you wear it right. Um, wow. Al- Alyssa Edwards wore cameras. <laughs> anything can be fashion. Yeah, she dancing queen. October. And I don't. Do anything that's not fashionable So it is a fashion line Um, September 1st on Patreon You subscribe to us on Patreon We have an announcement for you Um, Yeah and it's going to be exclusive To our Patreon subscribers first And then we'll tell the rest of y'all girls When we feel like we should tell the rest of y'all We actually have those things planned But whatever Um, Follow the podcast on the internet At Pod. My name is Ronald Matters Follow me on the internet at Hereford Pod and of course RonaldMatters.com. I don't know what I just said. Did I say that right? No. Okay. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N. Um, please follow me on BGC. Oh. I'm I'm still there. Follow me on Blake Blade, Nick, because you know I still be using the at and the slash. So do I do one three two 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 or one six seven seven seven? I want it to be red. So what color? Sixty nine, sixty nine. Bye. Bye.